Welcome to the Plus Six Podcast. My name is Pete and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. Joining me on episode six as co-host is the man known on Twitter as DT. Welcome to the show, Jep. Thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me. Uh, so far on each podcast, we've thrown out some interesting information. What is your biggest takeaway so far, Jep? Yeah, a lot of uh, promised midfield time for, uh, for some players. The, uh, the old trusty articles are coming thick and fast. So, yeah, look, no, nothing too too concerning at this point. We'll um, we'll just keep monitoring the rooks and and other players and our our own lineups as we go. Uh, this is the third in a three podcast series. Uh, covering the 2019 AFL draft at the end of December 2019. Obviously, over the next couple of months, once news or injuries start to impact, adjustments need to be made. Jeff and I will go through six teams in each podcast and our initial thoughts from the draft. I'll provide some background on each team and key draft prospects, while Jeff will start to focus in on players from the draft that may have an impact at Round 1. Uh, moving on to Port Adelaide, uh, the Power had six taboos last year. A change in direction for the power midway through the 2018 home and away season has seen a massive shift in playing youth to shape the future of the club. Expect more rookies to hit the field in 2020. Uh, looking at pick 14, Miles Bergman. He has the ability to, to play multiple positions. He's a tall, athletic type that can create and provide plenty of pressure. Uh, pick 18, Mitch Georgiades. Plays predominantly as a key forward, but he may, may need some time to develop. Uh, Dylan Williams, excellent marking type that uses the ball well, can play as a tall or lead up forward. Jackson Mead, he has good, good ball use and vision across half forward. He can create and open up play. He's one player, if he gets to go early, that I will be high on. What are your thoughts on Port Adelaide, Jep? Yeah, look, Berrigan, um, or Bergman, however you pronounce his last name, is a mm-hmm. um, very good player, very, very um classy with his foot um, and disposal. So I know, yep, you mentioned Port Adelaide are uh, changing their ways in terms of their approach and, and development. Um, and I think Bergman comes in early. I think they have to continue on with their plan of, of getting good quality kids into their lineup, into their 22, um, to to project, you know, bigger and greater things for Port Adelaide Football Club. So... I would not be surprised to see Bergman line up alongside Butters, um, Rosie, Dersma, who we were all blessed with last season. Um, I think that continues on, but probably not in the quantum that, that of 2019 for the Port Adelaide Rooks. Yeah, it's pretty rare that we get so many decent rookies playing at one club, and not only at the forefront, uh, Ken Hinkley and the power were of naming these guys early and letting... Obviously, the AFL fantasy community know that these guys were going to play and play a lot in, during the season. So that was a big help to us. Yeah, and it, it's it's a clear strategy from Port Adelaide. So mm. their, their drafting and trading strategy, you know, they let um, Dougal Howard go for, for very little. Um, well, uh, some would argue very little. I was quite shocked given the, the talent he was. Um but yeah, it's uh, it's about getting good quality kids into that football club that can kick the football, um, deliver it exceptionally well, and yeah, I, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing um, in terms of the, the the future of Port Adelaide. Yeah, for me, the future is very bright for Port Adelaide. It's not it's not the now. They may miss the finals again this year. Exactly. Uh, but in in two to three to four years time, once this core group has played a, a fair amount together, look out. Yeah, exactly, and and look out exactly look out in a big way because they will be a prominent force. You know, Rosie, 
could be one of the top five, six players in the comp. So um, in, in later years, so it's exciting. It's exciting for um, for Port Adelaide supporters anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to Richmond, uh, the Tigers had six taboos last year. Injuries hit the Tigers in the first half of the season. As a result, they relied on youth for coverage until experienced players returned. Coach Damien Hardwick has no fear in playing youth in his system. Uh, pick 21, Thompson Dale, is an athletic inside midfielder type. He may have to wait for an opportunity, but will win plenty of the ball when stepping up at AFL level. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Tigers, Jep? Yeah, look, the 2019 Premiers are going to set a lineup. They blessed still to get a, a near top 20 kid in, in Thomas Dow, um, who will have his moments in VFL and and see what he can produce. Um, and then even there. Their Brisbane Academy players they collected. They're all good quality kids. So um, as far as availability goes this year, we're probably not going to see. We, we all know. I know it's, it's not the time for this, but Marlon Pickett, 2019, or near grand final, best on ground, um, he's, he's 170,000. So we're going to have him. Um, every team's going to have him in their, in their starting midfield. So... Um, I don't think we can expect too much more in terms of, of rooks from, from Richmond. It's just how many does, does Harbick want to play at one time. And once you, you, you figure that Pickett and you've got one other special in there that's going to potentially play around one, um, it's hard to envisage Dow getting a game earlier. But I, his long-term prospect, prospects for me are, are quite high. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and Richmond are stacked. Richmond, are, are, they're depth. You know, there are kids that we haven't even seen or heard of yet that they're going to... Um, take us by storm. So, yeah, I um, um, it's it's probably an interesting prospect given they're the reigning premiers and they've got all this talent um, sort of dwelling in the background. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Moving on to St Kilda, the, the Saints had five debuts last year. The Saints traded away in the 2019 AFL draft. Plenty of draft equity in return for experienced talent. It's difficult to imagine too much impact from the 2019 draft group. Uh, they drafted Ryan Burns, uh, Leo Connolly, and Jack Bell. I don't see too much coming from those three, Jep. No, the um, Saints have gone the opposite game plan to Port Adelaide, um, mm-hmm. where, they, where they're getting established players and, and not through the draft. So, um, look, Brad Hill, excellent player and runner and, and the like. Um, and who else they brought in? It was... Um, Dougal Howard, wasn't it, from um, Port Adelaide mm-hmm. and Zach Jones and et cetera, et cetera. There's probably one more I'm forgetting. So, yeah, it's um, not a lot from the 2019 Rooks from the Saints, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Swans. Uh, they had five debuts last year. Not wanting to bottom out into a full re- rebuild mode for a long period does restrict the amount of high-end draft talent entering the club. The load ladder finish in 2019 allowed for... High, one high-end draft selection that wasn't associated to the Swans Academy. At pick five, Dylan Stevens is a sharp inside midfielder type that can create from high traffic situations. He should be given opportunity in a growing midfield group at the Swans. What are your thoughts on Stevens, Jeff? Yeah, high-quality kid, and he'll be playing pretty early. I, I would be surprised if he didn't. Um, so, yeah, the Sydney will use him... They'll sort of protect him. I think they'll use him as a utility role, an outside player and, and flanker um, to early on. Um, but that's not to say he, he won't find the football. So, yeah, he could be excited by Stevens. Uh, High-quality player. Probably needs to put on a little bit of size. 
uh, to match it with the big guys at AFL level, but he is high quality. Uh, moving on to pick 26, Will Gold. He's a re rebounding halfback type. Uh, he's been told that he needs to watch his weight early in his career. His skin folds need to be uh, paid attention to. Uh, but there's one player, if he gets an opportunity to cross halfback, that I will be high on. Jeb, what are your thoughts? Yeah, look, he um, yeah, he's a big boy, but um, he's been playing in the Sandful. And he was prominent um, throughout the Sandful competition last year. So mm -hmm. although he's, he's a big boy and his skin folds are probably not where they need to be, he's um, he's got the strength to match it with the uh, with the, uh, the ladder like. So, yeah, Gould, Gould you know, Sydney's back line's pretty small, typically. Uh, Rampy... I know Rampy loves to play small key defender or as a small key, de smaller key defender. Um, but yeah, Gould could come in and and, um, and sort of free up Rampy, let's say, um, and take the pressure off Rampy a little bit more. So that's an interesting one for me. Gould probably won't be around early rounds, but I think in the latter part of the year, if Sydney aren't going to be around the top eight or if they do make a big charge, um, what strategy Longmire uses with these youngsters? Uh, Will Gould is someone that will fit quite nicely into that Swan system. They like to defend from from the uh, def their own defensive fifty, and he would fit quite nicely in that. And his scores could be quite nice. And I agree with the fact that you know he could be a back end uh, rookie for two thousand twenty. But if he's playing early, I would certainly for me I would jump on him. Um, pick thirty six, Elijah Taylor. He's a sharp, tall forward type with speed. Uh, he may need to develop and wait for an opportunity. Uh, moving on to West Coast, uh, the, Sw the Eagles had three debuts last year. There was only one player prior to the round 13 West Coast by to make a debut in 2019. A healthy and competitive team in 2020 will make it tough for rookies again. Uh, the one player that I did see fell into the rookie draft pick, 20 Mitch O'Neill. He works hard in every contest, can play a wing-type role. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Eagles, Jep? Yeah, look, I think... With who they got, they got Treacy as well from the rookie draft as a mature ager. Mm -hmm. They traded up for Ben Johnson, um, given he was a local Perth uh, WA boy, and um, he's a pretty good kick, a left footer, I think. So, um, yeah, those guys are all developing. They'll just be in the background working on their game. And given the settled lineup of West Coast, um, and I know that team inside out, there's not there's not going to be a spot for any of those boys this year unless we really get decimated by injury, which is even still unlikely. Pretty deep list, and it's hard to imagine uh, that many opportunities for that 2019 draft crop. Uh, moving on to the Western Bulldogs. The, the Bulldogs had five debuts last year. Uh, Luke Beveridge has no fear in altering his team week to week. Rejuvenating the list post-2016 the 2016 Premiership has been a priority that has provided plenty of opportunities. They selected at pick 15 Cody Waitman. He plays a small pressure forward type role. He's his numbers will likely be low, but his impact will be high. Uh, pick 62. Actually, you wanted to talk, discuss Waitman, Chip. Yeah, look, he, he's, I think he's, he's going to be prominent for, for the Dogs. I, again, knowing how <clears throat> or seeing how um, they've operated in the last few years, the, the quality kids typically come into the 22 if, if opportunity presents. And, and look, Waitman's a bloody good player. He, um, he's a marking forward and really good at the ground and he could um, he could slot in nicely next to Norton at his feet. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's named round one, to be honest. Uh, his price will be quite high based on his uh, pick 15 draft pick. Uh, but I agree, he could be an early uh, contender. He's similar to a Luke Dalhouse younger in his career. So that's the type of player that the Bulldogs get. Yep, spot on. Yep. 
Uh, pick 62, Riley Garcia. He missed most of his uh, most of the 2019 season with an ACL. He he can find the ball with ease and create well. Uh, but the Bulldogs would obviously be patient with him. Um, that wraps up their six-team, three-podcast series. Um, once we start to formulate our rookies and draftees from the 2019 AFL draft, uh, Jeff and I will get close to uh, sort of announcing and, and putting to our li- listeners uh, what we think are the best rookies to head into the 2020 season. Um, and those podcasts towards the end of the preseason will be quite important. Uh, obviously, cash generation and roles need to be discussed, and we will be all over that for our listeners. Um, your thoughts, Jeff? Yeah, look, I'm excited to. We've highlighted who we who we think over the last three podcasts, and um, I'll be taking notes as you will as well. And we'll get really into this. The, you know, Jeffers Juniors is back, as I tweeted recently, and um, yeah, looking forward to um, to solidifying who the best cheaper options are for for run in fantasy. Excellent stuff. Uh, before we pl- close this podcast, if you like a chance of scoring a plus six podcast cap. Just retweet any of the podcast links sent out on Twitter. Uh, we'll give a few away towards the end of the preseason. On that note, uh, we'll wrap up this podcast. Thanks for tuning in.